Gotta get in with the nitty gritty. Get in where you fit in at. And welcome to Who's to Blame, the podcast. This is episode 442, and I'm your host, Dre Montez. We're being brought to you by theweedsquad.com. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information or stop by 8088 Watson Road and mention Dre Montez. And Mr. Robert, Ms. Morgan, and Ms. Jordan would take care of you. And so will their staff. Amazing place, amazing staff. Check them out today as well. Well, the weather is turning the right way that I like it. Fall weather. Where the men can dress up like men. They get to layer the clothing. Get to look at the women in their cute fall outfits too. Goodbye sundress. Goodbye open toe shoes. But here we go. We're about to get it in and get it in and get it in. All this time of year, I really do appreciate as a baseball fan, it's kind of painful. We got a little baseball news for you today. And also, going to reach back and talk about some football contenders about this Super Bowl out there. And some little fun with sports on Halloween. How about that? And a movie that I just watched again. I saw it in the movie theater back in the Dizzy when Harry met Sally. And three guys in Cardinal Baseball that I want you to keep on your mind, keep in your mind as we got some things going on right now. This time of the year in baseball is when guys got to make some decisions. The front office got to make some decisions. The players got to make some decisions. Are we staying with this? We're going to rock with this. Are we up out here? How's this going to play out for us? And I get it. When you're trying to put something together and compete, contend, and win, it becomes an emotional roller coaster. Are you doing the right thing? Do you know what you're doing? I would, we all want to want this title. We all think we can do it from home, but I bet evaluating talent is not as easy as they make it seem and as hard as they make it seem. Evaluating talent, moving from team to team, when you're in the majors, when you're in the NFL, when you're in the NBA, that, that's pretty much easy. And when you're in up there in NHL hockey, but if you're below that and you're trying to get there, that has to be like the turning point of the game. That has to be the turning point of the objective. I mean, you're dotting your I's, you're crossing your T's. There's a lot of players that we've never heard of. There's some that something bad happened on the way to work. A freak accident stopped them from becoming the player they could have been, the potential was there. We've seen these stories all the time. Some have a background, a backdrop, something to go into, whether it's sports journalism or whatnot. And we actually hear what happened to these guys. And we're like, wow, that guy was a hell of a ball player. That young lady was a hell of a ball player, but something happens. But for the ones that make it and you get to your that contract where that decision is being made, are you going to stay with this ball club? I mean, you didn't make connections in the community, young fans old fans, fans your own age. You probably met your wife, your girlfriend, your side chick. You probably planted your seed everywhere. But this is that time of year, man, where, where guys are making that decision and ownership is making their decision as well. Are we going to stay with this guy or are we up out of here? On the fan side of things, it's not a good feeling. It's not. It's that emotional roller coaster of sports that nobody wants to tell you about. You know, I don't think your grandpa, your dad, your great aunt, your grandma – ever pulled you aside when you were growing up playing sports and you were wearing your favorite jersey 
wearing your favorite hat, rooting for your favorite player. I bet they never told you about this word here, free agency. That's a difficult word. Some teams build on it, and some guys get lost to the free agency. Contractual commitment is something else that needs to be talked about. But no one discusses that with you. You're in your room. You're slamming your door. You're looking at your sports figures, and you're yelling at them. You're playing the video game system because you put your name on the back of his jersey number. You wanted to be that athlete. But now it comes a time where you can't be that athlete no more. He's not going to run out of the tunnel. The PA announcer is not going to announce his name anymore because it's going to go on somewhere else. And some players return to the team as the opposing team. Sometimes there's damage done. Sometimes there's not. But the fans remember all the great things that has transpired over the time that you've enjoyed this player playing for your favorite sports team out there. Who's to blame? If it's your first time tuning in, thank you so much. I'm Dre Montez, host of Who's to Blame, and we are a sports and entertainment podcast, which you can get wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That is, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean as well. And on social media platforms, we have a Facebook page, Who's to Blame, Instagram, Who's to Blame, the podcast, Twitter, at W2B. Dre Montez. We're also on YouTube. Just type in Dre Montez. Now, what we do with Twitter and our YouTube handle is we do videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's Montez at midday. Well, we just discuss some little hot topics out there in the world of sports and entertainment. So check it out sometimes if you get a chance. Shout out to the sponsors in Bell Vegas as they're going through some troubling times over there as they've been Put on another phase of indoor dining, outdoor dining, or what else, or what it can be. But do me a favor. Stop by and support the sponsors of the show. Not just in Bell Vegas, but in your community, in your neighborhood. Support small business. It's needed, and it goes a long way, and it is not underappreciated at all. Don't forget that at all, there, kids. So if you're in Bell Vegas this weekend, you can stop by Rogers Place. Poor 322, located at 322 East Main. Great coffee shop right next door to Grim and Gorley. An amazing floor shop. Something for you, the loved one of your life, or a co-worker. You just never know what you can get right there. Also, the Office Lounge. Shout out to the folks on the patio. You know they're keeping warm out there. Tavern on Main. Margarita's on Main. Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar, where each and every Wednesday... Your friend and my friend, Kurt Copeland and friends, host an open mic night. It's pretty, pretty entertaining. As well as the Lincoln Movie Theater, they always have something for the kids and your family, the adult near you, as well as your parents. Has something for everybody at the Lincoln Movie Theater. As well as R&R Services, taking care of your roofing needs, siding, or room additions. You can reach out to those guys at 618 618- Two five seven eight six four four. With the holiday season coming up, this could be the time to put in an order, do something nice for the loved one in your family, or for yourself at all. Finally, got the kids out of the house, got that ex up out of there, the divorce is final, and you want to make that house the way you've always wanted to make it to look. You can reach out to those guys, and they would take care of you. Cosmic Comics and Collectibles, located at one thirty two West Main. Bigfoot Comics at one hundred one East B Street. 
as well as SIP, Southern Illinois Independent Placement, 618-722-0173, as well as CNC Food for Your Soul. Food so good, make you want to slap your sister. They're located at 1926 West Main. Check out all these guys, see if they have gift certificates. Dine in, dine out, get something to go, cater your event. Just reach out to them. You never know. Again, support the small business communities out there. Thank you again. If you would like to do some advertising on the show, you can reach out to us at moredraymontez at gmail.com. Or if you would like to make a donation to the show, feel free to do that. Any denomination is accepted through our cash app. It's dollar sign Dre Montez 314. Thank you in advance already. The staff really does appreciate it right there as well. Well, the World Series MVP didn't go the way I thought. I thought Mookie would have grabbed it. Let me know your thoughts on that. What you really thought about the World Series MVP. Did they get it right? I know statistically this World Series put up numbers and strikeout hits and home runs that we've never seen before. But they say the numbers were down 32% in viewership on game six. Who, who, who's doing these ratings out there? Who, who, who's this? Who's this Nielsen person? When I was, what, I want to say probably, hmm, I'm going to go with 12 years old. I don't know why, I don't know how, but I participated in the Nielsen's ratings where they sent you something in the mail and they wanted to, know what you're watching throughout the day they have these little blocks of hours of the day whether it's an hour or half hour you write in what you were watching i did that i think i got like a ten dollar check or something like that in the mail it was something crazy like that i was 12 years old how is nielsen doing these ratings now you have all these streaming services out there as the nba and nfl told us there's no real way to tell and dictate viewership through streaming services so I need somebody to explain to me how World Series Game 6 was down 32%. Please let me know that right there. We're getting in that part of the NFL season where we're trying to figure out who real about this shit or who bullshitting out there. And out of these teams, I want to know who do you think. I'm, I'm thinking Super Bowl. The hell with the playoffs. Super Bowl only. That's all that counts. All these arguments at the barbershop. All these arguments at the water cooler, all these arguments at man caves is about Super Bowls. It's not about wins and losses. It's not about who's going to make it to the playoffs. It's about who's going to Tampa, who's trying to play in the Super Bowl. So out of these teams, who do you have? Kansas City, Tampa, Steelers, Ravens, Packers, or Seattle? Now, Kansas City. Considering what Patrick, my homeboy, did last year, no one is going to be a repeat performer in the NFL, do everything the exact same they did before because teams adjust. His numbers are not the same, but he's still going to throw up to 40, 40 touchdowns. He's still going to throw over 4,600 yards passing this year. He's still doing his thing, just not the way he did it last year. It's a more calm, cool, collective way. The defense is not as strong as they were last year, but they're coming around as they made some additions. They had some subtractions like everybody does. You're adjusting to the schedule. You're adjusting to what you have, and they're coming off a Super Bowl win. But Kansas City is still there in the hunt. Tampa Bay, 
I'm sorry, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, Gronk, they just added Antonio Brown. They have the receivers. They got the running game. The offensive line is probably the only thing that needs to be tweaked. That needs to be tweaked big time because I don't think they understand what's going on. They haven't been in this position in a long time. The defense is really getting after the ball. They're gang tackling out there. We talked about gang tackling at the man cave last Sunday. So Tampa is in there as well. The Steelers, if big man can keep doing what he's doing, I can see the Steelers making a push as they will be tested as they take on the Ravens this weekend. And if they come out of this, they'll still be undefeated. But is that what the Steelers are going after, an undefeated season? The last time a team went out and undefeated season they did an undefeated regular season but they lost in the super bowl that was the new england football patriots so i don't think that is the main focal point but you do want to get into a rhythm you want to get going and when you get going it's hard to stop a team that's on a damn roll so keep your eye on the steelers the ravens as they take on pittsburgh this sunday now the ravens and lamar jackson the only questions of Lamar Jackson is fitting that, that mold, that title of QB. He is a starting NFL quarterback. The RPOs are not the same as they were a couple of years ago. Teams of them, what? They're adjusting to what the Ravens offense is trying to run. If they can stay healthy at the running back position, time of possession, and the right game plan, not just with the Steelers, but to continue the regular season, I think the Ravens could see themselves playing in the Super Bowl in Tampa. The Green Bay Packer backers. Aaron Rodgers is the angriest man in the NFL. Every time he loses a game, he gets highly criticized for his body language, his demeanor, and his actions and remarks toward the media. But you ask anybody that's an NFL fan, especially a Green Bay fan, what does Green Bay have to offer you when it comes to weapons? When it comes to lining up on the field, offense against offense, defense against offense. I mean, defense against defense. They have a very smart quarterback with a high IQ. To have nothing and to do what he has done. Now, that game against Tampa, he was on the ground every five seconds. They kept on him because if you give Aaron Rodgers time in that pocket, he will thread that needle. Big time in any pocket, any hole, any situation. You keep the pressure on him, it becomes a thing more on the receivers than the quarterback because he knows what to do with the ball when he's under pressure. The receivers don't know it because their back is toward him. They don't understand the pressure the way that he is. But if Green Bay can keep up this intensity and get one more big quality win, I could see them possibly being a name to reckon with when it comes to playing in the Super Bowl. Seattle could be a long shot. The offensive side of the ball, they're doing a whole lot. They're doing a whole lot. They have to score a lot of points to win a game. They're like the Yankees of baseball a few years ago when the Yankees didn't have really good quality starting pitching and they were averaging like eight runs a game. That's a lot of runs to average to win a game. To win a baseball game, you have to go out there and score eight runs because your pitching staff is going to give up that many runs. Same thing with the Seattle Seahawks. Their defense is going to give up that many yards, that many points. So they have to go out here and average anywhere between 32 and 37 points a game to be even in the situation to win a game. 
But Seattle is still has that threat because of the IQ of Russell Wilson. Because of that. And we know how Pete Carroll is. But on the other side of that ball, it's kind of a blemish right there. They got to fix that right there. So Kansas City, Tampa Bay, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Packers, and Seattle or big-time Super Bowl contenders. You guys let me know your thoughts. I know there are a lot of Kansas City football chief fans in the area. I know that. There are a lot of bandwagon fans with Tampa Bay. That's that's a part of life. That's going to happen. You're going to get some bandwagon fans every year. There's nothing wrong with being a bandwagon fan at all. The Steelers, the terrible towels are coming back out, people. They're coming on out. The other purple people, eaters of America, the Ravens, we got to leave Minnesota alone. They're trying to figure out some things down there. And the angriest man in football, Aaron Rodgers, is something special. And Russell Buss and Russ is cooking is going to be something very much exciting to see. Again, this is Who's to Blame, the podcast. And I'm your host, Trey Montez, being brought to you by a title sponsor, The Weed Squad. I've already told you to stop on by Bell Vegas and see some of those sponsors of the show. Well, also in downtown St. Louis and historic Soulard as well, we have some sponsors and contributors to the show. CJ, the barbecue man, you can get his dry rubs and barbecue sauce. Check your area retailer for that. Follow him on Facebook and find out when his online store is going to open. As soon as it opens, we will share it throughout our social media platforms for you as well. BB's Jazz Blues and Soups, Game 6 Honky Tonk Joint. A always towing, physique fitness, ballpark shuttle STL, electric cab of North America, or ECAP. Shout out to Austin, Texas, out there for you. And historic Soulard, all my golf cart lovers out there. If you're looking for insurance, no need to look any further. Stop by Allstate Insurance and historic Soulard. Jim and Julie Price will take care of you right there. I hated to hear this the other day, but one of the great sponsors of the show. Great sponsor. Amazing Burgers. Grizzly Bear has decided to close their doors temporarily. There may be a new buyer coming in and they may open the doors again. But I want to thank the people, the staff, the owners, the patrons in that location. Thank you again for being a part of Who's to Blame, the podcast. The Wood Shack, Hammerstones, Ninth Street Deli at Howard's as well. And for your vehicle to look good, I need you to reach on out to Shine and Go Auto Detailing. That's shinego-detail.com. My man Reggie will take care of you. It's just an individual car. Maybe you have a fleet. Or maybe you're that boss that want to take care of everybody's car on the parking lot while they're working. And they come outside and, oh, my, look at the surprise. Look what our boss did for us. My man Reggie will take care of you, your fleet your crew, your ride. Because if you look good, you should always have your car looking good. Shine and go auto detailing right there. So we talked a little bit about what transpired with the World Series and his ratings crap. And Mookie should get the MVP. Super Bowl contenders as well. But coming up on Halloween, it had me thinking about sports and Halloween. You know, there's always some crazy things that happens in football, happens in college football, when it comes to sports, you know, if it was in a regular time, we would have the NBA possibly opening up around Halloween as it does each and every year. But outside of that, the amateurism of sports, my 25 years in softball, there were a few times I played in a Halloween tournament. (laughs) 
It's when the teams get to dress up in costume and go out and have some fun. Some throw a charity on board for it, and they just bring out the kids, bring out the wife, the husband. It's a lot of fun. And over the years, it's gotten better and better and better. But Halloween is always fun when sports is included. If you have any Halloween sports moments that you want us to talk about or want me to see, you can submit your photos to moredraymontez at gmail.com, or you can message us on our social media platforms of Facebook. We have a page, Who's to Blame? Instagram, Who's to Blame? The podcast, Twitter, at W2B Dre Montez. And let me sit back and giggle and hee-hee-ha-ha at some of the Halloween moments here. When I did radio in Charlotte, North Carolina, <laughs> we had this huge Halloween party. I met uh, Run DMC. They came there and performed. Uh, I believe, uh, uh, who else was there? Was it Taylor Dane? I think Taylor Dane came, old 80s star. It was phenomenal. We were in the alley. It was all the bars and restaurants. Everybody was dressed up in costume and things of that nature. And I was a French maid. Yeah, I'm dressed up as a French maid, the whole costume and all. And I had a blast. You know, Halloween, when you're grown, it's not about the candy. It's about the adult candy, the female persuasion. And I ended up having a little slap and tickle session with a young lady dressed up, dressed up as Daphne from Scooby-Doo. My, oh, my. To this day, I don't know who that young lady was outside of costume. We had a little free publication like the RFT in Charlotte. I had put an ad in that paper trying to find that lady. I don't know who that was, but what a hell of a night for Halloween that it was. My buddy Sean, Hannah, and I and the boys, we had a good time that night. It was just like it was yesteryear. Speaking of yesteryear, I watched an oldie but goodie. What they call those movies, those romantic comedies of rom-com I went down memory lane. I checked out when Harry met Sally. Oh, man. It, with Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal. That movie, when it came out, it was kind of different. You know, it was taking another peek at the friendship between male and female. Can it be done? And Billy Crystal said some things in that movie that I totally forgot about. He said, there's no way a man and woman can be friends because sex is going to be the problem. And Meg Ryan's like, what do you mean? But I don't want to have sex with you. He said, but you don't know the man, though. The man always wants to have sex with the woman that he's friends with, even when she's attractive. Now, I don't know too many people that have unattractive female friends out there, like on purpose. I knew a, I know a couple of people that have ugly, I'm sorry, unattractive friends on purpose because they don't want the temptation. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest, dumbest antidote out there probably going on. But during that time, I got to thinking about, you know, the female friendship. You know, I have two amazing, amazing female friends. My friend that lives in Detroit, Andrea, you know, and it never, ever slept with Andrea. Never, never even thought about it. Never. But I kissed Andrea and we laughed. I laughed immediately. It just felt weird. Felt weird. My other friend, Jerry, she lives out in California. Only thing I did, I walked her to her car, held her hand. That was it. But the female friendship in 2020 and moving forward, is that still a thing? Can the male and female 
Both are attractive. Can they be friends? Who's to blame? And if you haven't seen When Harry Met Sally in a long, long time, I encourage you to watch it. Because there's some things you don't forgot about, some things you do remember. Probably the greatest toast in that movie. Greatest wedding toast ever. Not the one I did at a wedding. <laughs> but the greatest toast in that wedding was when their friends got married and said, here is to Harry and Sally, because if we were attracted to them, we wouldn't have never got married. Holy shit.com. Now that is a toast. So check out that movie if you get a chance. We'll do. As I said, this is not one of the best times in sports that I like right now. Because I'm a huge baseball fan. I, I love baseball. Thank you, Abner Doubleday. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, G-Maw Mildred, for sitting me down, listening to the radio, to a baseball game, getting me involved in the Boys Club of St. Louis on 11th Street in Sydney. Shout out. Taking me to your games and seeing how the game should be played. Playing catch with me. Put that baseball in me at a young age. So I feel a special way when it comes to baseball. And when you root for a team, when you wear their paraphernalia, when you go to the games, when you're working the games, driving a golf cart, you see the game from all different angles of life that you could possibly never, ever imagine. But I had the wonderful opportunity to imagine all of it. And it was magnificent. It was wonderful. And it was something I would never, ever forget. And I got to know a few players in the Cardinals team from my days of going to the Boys Club in St. Louis. One of the players I would never, ever, ever forget was Daryl Porter. When he had that white Jeep Grand Cherokee, he would sit and talk to me after the games in the parking lot. I mean, it, as a kid, to talk to a Major League Baseball player, I ain't talking about getting an autograph, just talking to a player. Became really acclimated and connected with that 82 to 85 team. Really did, really did. So here we are in 2020 and decisions must be made on Colton Wong, Yadier Molina, and Adam Wainwright. I guess we will see what will happen if they stay here in St. Louis or move on to another angle of the game of baseball, whether it's behind the mic or with, a, with another franchise, as we found out also that Tony La Russa is running the helm with the Chicago White Sox. Old Reinsdorf apologized for that bad fire. He won't do on the other one. Hint, 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 hint. But it shall be fun, and we shall check it out. But I encourage you all to check out Montez at the Midday. Each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, live on Twitter at W2B Dre Montez. Again, if you would like to make a donation to the show, it would be greatly appreciated. You can do show do so through Cash App, dollar sign Dre Montez three one four. All denominations are accepted. Thank you in advance. And in the words of my great grandpappy, get up and dance, y'all. Get on up. There it is. We're going to get out of here. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Who's to Blame the Podcast. Shout out to our title sponsor, The Weed Squad. And shout out to you guys for tuning in. Enjoy and peace.